Welcome to episode 11 of the A-Strings podcast. The boys are back in town. Guess who's at the table? Who? It's good old Shalina. <laughs> Don't think that that's going to force you to have to bring more. I'm still not going to say anything. No, I was going to say. <laughs> it's closer to the biscuits. He'll be, he'll that's be, all it is. He'll be adding ambient chomping, <laughs> slurping, and uh, noshing. <laughs> 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 noshing. So if you don't hear from Tom for a while, <laughs> he's noshing. He's noshing on the ginger biscuit. Uh, <laughs> Start again, or have we got stuff? That... I'm sure there's usable bits in there. Okay. So we've had a four-week break. Yeah, four, four glorious Tuesdays. And we're yeah. back just before Easter. Yeah. Ready to go. So shall we give people some news of what's happened in the last yeah. four weeks? Well, first of all, what have you learned since we've... What have I looked? What since we? Yeah, since we've. With regards to, my thing is uh, after listening to some of the podcasts, is I realise I I talk over. Yeah, you're in the middle of saying something, and I'll go yeah, yeah, and we have to let you because it's in our contract, and it's in your contract. Yeah, but it's not always uh, to the benefit of the podcast and things. So I'm trying my best to restrain myself. I think listening back. That's what we're going to do in it. Lessons of listening back. Yes. Lessons of, the, um, just to keep it a bit more free, free form, a bit more jazz, right? What you know? You insinuate there is some structure to the. Oh no, we were very structured, book. and that is professional. Let's mm. not mistake that for anything less than professional. Mm. But yeah, just a bit more conversational and free form. I think. What do you think, Tom? Agreed. <laughs> Doesn't say much for when he does. Gold. So, um, we seem to have, the last few weeks, April seems to have favoured us, fortune-wise, a little bit better than the previous three months. I got quite, um, listening back to all the podcasts, I think I mentioned it on the last one, that it's amazing how much of a, like a an arc those first ten kind of took. You know, it, with, it did, definitely. You know, yeah. things that, you know, and it's it's a very good kind of, Okay, it was quite extreme things happened to us, but it's a good example with regards to how, you know, there is kind of like an evolving kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a goodie senders, isn't it, working in the shop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, you know, a continuing kind of storyline. Characters come and go. Mm. Um, you know, set changes. Yeah. Um, Who shot Phil Mitchell? <laughs> um, no, it's right. You know, and there's there's always... You know something happening. You know what I, what might be interesting for us might not be for other people. Yeah. But there is always something. But you know that that's never bothered the writers of EastEnders. <laughs> no, 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 no. So um, yeah, we're just trying to think where to start. I guess the obvious thing being the Facebook thing, and we will mm. shut up about it at some point when it just stops becoming part of our everyday lives. But to be honest, though, people are asking all the time. Still, mm. you know, it's you know, it's been a well, it's been four weeks since we stopped, since we had a break. Yeah. And it was resolved, or I say resolved, but it was, we'd got a page back by the last episode. Yes, we got a page back. And, and we people still ask. And yeah. So um, basically, the page, we relaunched a page. Mm-hmm. Tom and yourself um, did 
really amazing work with regards to getting good content on there. You know, so we did things in a way that we didn't do them before. Yeah. Um, but part of that being, you know, I, I'm not very organized when it comes to this stuff. And I was the one who started off back 10 years ago, the Facebook page. But yeah. some features kind of get introduced, you know, like, and then they evolve and they change and all the rest of it. So, That's right. you know, there wasn't like a dedicated videos section at one point. There wasn't like, you know, you you didn't really have albums. You know, all these things yeah. have kind of evolved. But no, we've, you've kind of, um, you did that lovely kind of video um, headline. for the Yeah, day. which is, yeah, really, really nice. Um, Tom's, and Tom's doing. Yeah, we should redo it again when there's a sunny day outside because it looks a little bit grey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that grey front. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, uh, there was, um, we seem to have launched it looking really, really kind of spot on. Yeah. And, you know, we had an amazing um, response to it in the first, like, week, week and a half. Yeah, that that organic sharing from people that knew us and everything was was brilliant. It got to a thousand, and then all of a sudden, you know, it just plateaued completely. You know, like, they don't like anybody getting over a thousand without having to pay for it kind of thing you know that's what that's the um that's why i kind of get from it the other thing being as well is that you know we're really really lucky to have support with absolutely regular customers who were friends with us on facebook personally family friends and all that kind of thing um so even though we got to a fairly good number in a relatively short amount of time mm. how many of those were actually our target audience yeah and, and, it, and I say that's not that sounds really ungrateful. It's not meant to be, but um, well, it's not. You know, like my mother joined the page after this new campaign, and she's got her eye on a. You know, she's not going to come. She's got her eye on a Mexican player, though. I think. What's that? My next stepdad, <laughs> Jose Fiel. Like, I'm glad you picked up on my um, double entendre. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> but but she's not going to come to a PRS event. She does like and share, the, you know, like and share <laughs> the post. Invited. She'd love to come yeah. along to one, but um, no. But yeah, it's like yeah, the, it's, it's, like, it's like Pat likes everything that we post, isn't it? It's mm. My mum. Yeah. yeah, that's Tom's mum. <laughs> but the same thing. Yeah, as amazing as it would be to have mm. Pat and Deborah, and, and it does help because <laughs> you know people. You know, the mad thing is, you know, the amount of people that quite far removed from the shop. You know, had somebody in. The bank, mm. um, say everything's sorted with your Facebook page. And I was talking to a supplier the other day, and yeah. he spoke to somebody like some north of England somewhere, and they Brilliant. said, um, uh, "Awful, what's going on with um, this A strings business with Facebook?" And so, so you know, it's kind of seeped out there. Whether it's, you know, and I, you know, it's come about somehow. Mm. And so, Sainsbury's petrol station was mine. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, what did you do with your Facebook after? Yeah. 20 quid and a pack of chewing gums, please. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for all the negative kind of um, things that we associated with losing the Facebook page, mm. you know, there has been some nice things coming. But going back to the original point, sorry. The the first, you know, 750,000 people or whoever, um, certainly a lot of guitar enthusiasts in there, but yeah. they're known personally to us. And, you know, like, um, um, so with gritted teeth, um, not Saturday gone, but Saturday before, started paying Facebook again for exposure. Yes. And it's working. You know, we, oh, we, we, t- yeah, you know, R- ridiculously. Interestingly, we've got, 
we can see with the page management, we can see people commenting on the advert that we put out. So it's not just commenting on posts on the page. Mm. The advert that goes out, people can comment on. Yeah. And we can see. And there's so many people on there Mm. that have never been to us before and have never heard of us. Yeah. And it's it's ridiculous. You know, it's, you know, the annoying thing is, is that, you know, there are thousands of people out there that just aren't aware that, you know, as far as they're concerned, they just haven't seen a post from Facebook for ages. So, um, you know, we got to make a concerted effort to try and get people to actively follow and like us again. But it seems that with the 1,500 people we got following us as of kind of today, um, we put something up and we're getting much more of a response from... Yeah, and I think we were chatting about this before. The Because you've had this for... Well, you had the old page for like 10 years, didn't mm. you? There was a point a few years ago, wasn't there, where they changed the rules of liking a page. So you yeah. didn't... You could like if if you, you liked follow the page it and before, not like it. Yeah, if you liked a page before a certain date, after that date had happened, you had to elect to follow it again. Mm. So there might have been, you know, eight thousand people on your page from the last ten years, so for example, that haven't gone on and elected to follow it again. So even though they like the page, they're not seeing it in their feeds. Mm. Whereas this new rule now, if they like it, they're following it automatically. Mm. So maybe. It, you know, maybe this is working in our favour. Yeah, it, it, the good thing is, is that we think we know how to manage Facebook well, mm. with regards to what produces results, and you know what we, we kind of, um, you know, we know that you know keep it light-hearted, keep it, yeah. um, you know, uh, interesting. Maybe try and take a bit of a sideways look at you know a new product as opposed to trying to do the hard sell. And so you know, I, I already you know we've got a, a fair amount of likes and, and followers from people. You know, from just yeah. a month's worth of kind of work, you know, it's um yeah. You know, we we haven't delved deep into it yet, but like you said, we've actively d- done this shop section now, mm. where we've got products on it. It'll be interesting to see if people are going to the website that hadn't have gone yeah. to the website before because of the little shop section. Yeah, so we can have, definitely have a look at that. But yeah, we've changed the way. You know, we've changed a few bits. We're, we're far more active. If a YouTube video goes up, we're putting it. Yeah. This will be the first new podcast, I think, on the new one, will it? Uh, we did episode 10, and then we advertised the entire first 10 episodes on the on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's what we did. So this will be the first fresh one, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with regards to Facebook, they still refuse to give us any specific reason. Um, they keep throwing the excuse that, they don't allow pages to exist whereby there's mislead. They attract likes with a misleading way. So, did you speak to them? No, there was nothing after that. Sort I, of final. I've, I've spoken to them three separate times, and each time they said that um, the internal team um, reserves the right not to give ex- um, specific examples. And that's I, bonkers. I spoke to. Um, I had Absolutely. legal advice from um, uh a strings is member of the federation of small businesses mm. businesses business business and um part of this is free you get free legal advice as part of the yearly subscription like in my call and they said you've absolutely not got a leg to stand on there's no contract so right p- facebook promises you nothing in return yeah. for you paying them uh, a fee for advertising even you know so when i when i do a, a page promotion and it's um targeting a demographic uh, mm. you know agenda uh, an age interests area mm-hmm. all that kind of thing and, and they say um estimated reach you know yeah, so they um, don't even five yeah. to ten thousand people and um uh you know um they, they give you no 
you know, so it could come back. No guarantees. Yeah, yeah. it could come back and you've spent a tenner on nothing, you know, one page view. Yeah. But, you know, they don't promise anything. You know, the, no. the responsibility is how well you've, you know, put together the advert and all the rest of it, you know. Of so, but what I'm getting at is that there's there's no promises, you know, from they don't promise you anything. You know, you put the money in their pocket and um, you might get a result. And so off the back of it, you know, them taking down the page, no, you know, there's nothing being signed where they're promising us anything. No. It's, um, you know, it's... It's our risk. It's our risk. Yeah. And, you know, it's actually, you know, something that, you know, we're acutely aware of now, but actually any business out there that relies on Facebook, I wonder what would happen if one of the big boys had their Facebook page taken down for a similar reason. It'd be interesting to see if they paid more, you know, for the advertising or whatever, whether they'd have a... Um, um, sort of bigger clout to... Yeah, yeah, whether they'd be able to get in touch with people we weren't able to. You know, so I think what it's just meant for us is that we have um, been very aware that we need to spread, you know, our liabilities. Yeah. It's been quite an interesting month since we've done this because we've started... You know, we've always focused a lot on the YouTube thing, but we've kind of taken a bit of a different approach to that as well now, haven't we? Because I'm not scared to kind of go into the monetization thing if you want to no, talk it's, about it. It's, yeah. it's something that, looking at it now, I'd wish we'd done prior, so, especially Meteora, the big videos, the big hitters. So explain the monetization thing with YouTube. Well, basically, everybody's uh, monetized their YouTube. So and it's kind of rare thing. not to... It's the adverts at the beginning. At yeah, the yeah, end so, of a... yeah. Adverts yeah, at the beginning. Um, some some have adverts all the way through, but we just got them at the beginning. Yeah, and basically, the more I think, we I get, think it's if people click on the advert, we get um, a small amount of right, uh, or if they watch however many seconds of it, because you're obliged to watch like five seconds and then you can skip, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I was having a funny enough talking today uh, about the the monetization thing and the rule changed on that because the original youtube monetization there was this flat rate and it was per thousand views so all these original youtube members made millions and millions of you know, mm. bonkers money i remember that so that's what it was i remember something yeah. something coming so now in a little while back yeah so now it's almost like a like what google does i think like a pay per click yeah job because you can actually see on each of our videos when you go into it the ones that have had adverts mm. sort of engaged with and things. So we're not, you know, we, we've we got a substantial YouTube channel in as much as we got a lot of content on there and our subscriber rate is Just over 3,000. So week. what are the rules with it? You've got to have X amount of hours worth of... You have to have 1.5 million views in a year, wouldn't it? Right. Which we'd done over. Wow, okay. Yeah. And over 1,500 subscribers or something? Or Yeah, we've just gone over 3,000, haven't we, this but, week? Yeah, so um, as of... I think it was about three weeks ago we start we pushed the button on this. Yeah, and I see everyone's doing it. You know, like it, it's not like we're exploiting our um, audience or anything like that. You know, no. every single guitar channel out there and every other channel really, yeah, is doing it. Um, so, how many videos have we got in total? Do you reckon on YouTube now? We are over a hundred, definitely. Maybe over two hundred. Oh, that'd be mad, wouldn't it? Yeah. But the thing but, with the monetization, we shouldn't be ashamed of it because. It costs us to do the videos. Yeah. So basically, what I've said Tom is Tom and I are both being paid to yeah, do yeah. the videos. So. so what and what we said is, you know, basically, you know, with monetizing this, we've been going for three weeks with it. We've got yeah. however many videos up, and I think we've earned 
43 dollars you know so we're not talking like mega oh, no, or no, anything. No, no. It, yeah. uh, don't get me wrong if all of a sudden you hit a viral kind of you, you know you do something viral yeah well that's why i said about the meteora if if we'd had that if we'd yeah. been monetized before that the yeah. spike that would have made would be brilliant uh, th- there's a guy on um youtube that um i watched his video and it was about how much money you get from youtube videos mm. and he had, I think, he had about twenty five thousand subscribers. So you know, a very respectable amount. And he's he's called some like the English professor or, so, or okay. something like that. And he, you know, he, on one day he can be reviewing a book, another day he can be telling you how to make the perfect pancake, and then the next day oh, he can be, you know, he random. really is kind of yeah. Um, and uh, he said, um, "I'm going to tell you how much I earn from YouTube." And so he, he did all these figures and how much a video kind of gets, and then. Uh, this video, um, bizarrely, you know how you know how much does YouTube earn? You know, and he was completely honest and open about it because a lot of the influencers and a lot of the big YouTube stars they don't want people to know how much they're earning because they really are on stupid money, yeah, mega yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's completely open about it, and I think that it worked out that even on his, you know, twenty five thousand subscribers, however many hundreds of videos, mm. and um, an average of. 7,000 views or 10,000 views, whatever, on, on each one in a year. He got, I think it was somewhere between 10 and 15 grand, right? Mm-hmm. Which you think, God, you know, as a, you know, all he does is on a Saturday morning, he, he puts together two or three videos and that's it. This video that, um, you know, showed how well he did, broke the... got him some like 950,000 views in like two days. And so he let it go for a week or so and... Once he'd bro- broken a million, he said, right, amazing. You know, this is how much this video has earned me. And I-, I can't remember the figures off the top of my head, but, you know, it was, you know, something impressive. But knowing where, you know, that you know, you haven't got the same income with regards to, you know, selling the bits that we do yeah. as we once did, any additional kind of source of revenue is good. And yeah. what we've said is whatever this earns, Whatever the channel earns, obviously, if it starts becoming amazingly kind of um, uh, profitable, well, you know, money's going to be spent elsewhere. But you know, as long as it's you know as modest as what it is, yeah, you know, if at the end of the year we've got three, four hundred quid or whatever, let's put it back into the videos. You know, yeah. let's get better yeah. lighting, let's get a track, let's get um, yeah, a camera track. Let's get Tom a suit, <laughs> <laughs> a green suit. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, say, get a camera track because I've been dragging the cameras across the floor with a towel and a for skateboard. Those, for those it works shots. though. <laughs> yeah, the best the best tracking shots Tom's had so far is the tea towel trick. Is it just dragging so it across we, the floor with a tea towel? That's where we got a skateboard. Yeah, I think people thought that the skateboard was here to kind of give us a an edgy punk kind of uh, <laughs> feel. But no, that was our um, that was our camera track, track for a little while. Wasn't yeah, it? wasn't the smoothest either. Was it? No, the towel works better. The towel is better. But, you know, that's what I mean. You know, it's little that, things. at the end of the year, that money is going to be, you know, money that it, we would have put just as much effort into producing these videos. Yeah. But everything that we use for the videos, like, we've bought the cameras. Yeah. We bought the lights. Yeah. You know, all the, all the lamps, us, you know, all the like stuff. You know, the only things we've been lucky with is our set. Yeah. But that's all from, from yeah. you and from, you know. Yeah. My nan and granddad. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's but, we've paid. For, well, say we, you know, the business has paid for everything the vid- that happens yeah. with the videos. So even in the first year, we'd only be kind of recouping what we spent anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know? So which is better than it we, just being spent and spent and spent and spent? Yeah. So as of what? Um, so it's the 
what date is it today? 15th? 16th? It's the 16th. 16th today, yeah. So, as of today, I think as of earlier on, we are on some like $43. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. the most popular video, I think, was uh, our HT1 versus uh, DSL one. Closely followed by the... The Katana the one. New Str- no, the Stratocaster one, I think, that you just did. Oh, the new... That's... that's, take, that's gone Yeah, up. yeah. I think we got oh, about 1,000 wow. views on that after four or five... No, you, you released it on Thursday. Week. A week, is it? Last Tuesday we released it. Wow. Okay. So, we got, you know, like I say we, it's a modest channel, but it'll be interesting that now that Google has earning potential from us on that, on, on YouTube, whether we start seeing a spike in subscribers or views because we might come up as a suggested video because mm. it's in their interest to do so. Indeed. Who knows? So, we've got a um, nice selection of Strats and tellies in. Sage green metallic seems to be our favourite at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Colour-wise, at least. Yeah. No, it, they, they are nice. Um, you know, Tide Pool is beautiful. Mm. There's something reassuring about just seeing a nice, good quality black strat with a maple neck on the shelf. You know, I can, yeah. I haven't seen, we haven't had one there for a little while now, but it's just nice to get this, um, you know, just the bread and butter stuff up. we got a three-tone sunburst with maple neck coming in tomorrow, which we've waited for since... November, I think. Oh, yeah. It's cancelled on now, but, you know, it still is coming in. And again, it's just one of those things that I don't care it's on the shelf. You know, like it's... um, Speaking of new stock, can we please talk about the Squire Standard Strats that came in? Yeah. There's one sold on the day, one sold straight away. Really? Yeah. So we had a Candy Apple Red and the Aged Cherry Burst. I ordered those in because, you know, I was looking at Finities and Bullets and there's just no stock, you know. And I think... They might be, it might be some related to something related to a factory fire. Or, I don't know what it is, but it's something that's just really slowed down the production of okay. affinities and bullets. And right. So you kind of think, right, well, bullets and affinities have a really important place in um, in our stock profile because, you know, people come in and they have got a budget of £200 or yeah. £300. Yeah. And that's got to be, that's got to cover a guitar and amp and everything else. And depending on which one it is, the, bullet and the affinity really does occupy that kind of um you know it ticks the box doesn't it yeah you know, and, for all it's and nowadays there's not a bad guitar being made no at, at, at any level no i ordered a couple of affinities that are in stock most of them were out of stock bullets a few of those that are in stock most of them were out of stock the stratocasters were still you know we still needed some you know decent kind of quality ones yeah so i looked at the standards and Nobody ever seems to get the standards. I remember when Terry was coming around and, you know, he used to say, oh, don't bother with the standards. Nobody buys the standards. And he looked at them and they just looked really, really good guitars. You know, fin- um, you know the tops, you know, the finishes on them, the specs, everything like that. And we've had one or two in for specific customer requests. And they've always been great. So why haven't we had them in? And yeah. So one sold straight away. Then. So the Candy Apple went straight away and it was, he actually, he was looking at, again, so that starter guitar. And he tried an affinity, and he tried the. We had an affinity telly come in as well on that order. If you're looking at an affinity, you know, which is 190 quid, 195 yeah. quid, whatever, and you see something like that, candy apple red, or um, what's the other one? Is it tobacco burst or something like that? There's an aged cherry burst, aged which is cherry what we've burst. got out there now. Um, you look at that for 50 quid more, and you think. Well, that was the conversation. Do you know what? This is a really, really good guitar, as opposed to, you know, a good yeah. guitar. Yeah. Something really pretty and different to look at. The, the, we've got the 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 nicer, well, in my opinion, 
the the nicer one still here, which is the the, the aged cherry burst. I like the candy apple red one. See, um, when I was ordering the two in, I didn't know whether to get one or the other, and I said, oh, do you know, what? look at the, you know, two hundred fifty quid guitar. Let's get them both. Kind of yeah, thing. one of each. Yeah, and um. But the candy apple red one was the one I was hoping we were going to be able to do comparison on okay. between because um, kind of going back to the YouTube thing a little bit. Apart, you know, we're always going to do the um, reviews and you know carry on the kind of direction of the channel that we've that we've been doing so far. Yeah. But we're kind of thinking about you know what it, just to kind of satisfy our own curiosity with regards to what can we do that could potentially be a really, really popular video? Yeah. So if we think of our top three videos, Seymour, the humbucker one, isn't it? Yeah, so it's the pickup swap. Yep. Um, the versus ones seem to do yeah. really well Well, you're pitting one thing against another, and, you know, especially if they're quite similar things. Yeah. So, you know, we've done in recent times, well... So we've done the HD... Well, it's been Blackstar versus Marshall for a couple of them. HD1, HD5s. Oh, so we've done the, the, the latest ones of the Strats and the Tellies. Yep. We did um, Stratocaster one recently, which was all the American ones. Yeah, so one from every Ameri- of the American ranges. Mm. You've just done another one, which is the well, same... Same thing with the Telecasters. Right. And we were thinking of doing one um, for the Squires, you know, so yeah. um, what are you getting different between a bullet, affinity, and a standard? Once you get past the standards, you know, with things like the... Um, Classic vibe. Contemporary and the classic vibes mm, yeah, and all yeah. that kind of thing. You get into specialist area there, so you know what you're getting different there because you're getting di- But, you know, between yeah. the, th- the three kind of basic ones, um, yeah. I think that, that's one that's going to be coming up soon. My opinion is that that standard is easily as good as a, a Mexican. I'm going to put my money there. Really? I think so. Wow. I haven't tried it yet. Honestly, you should go and get it during the podcast and tell people how it plays because it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's nice. Really yeah. nice, and it looks amazing as well. Mm. You know, it, sta- it stands up to the. Okay, you can see the how many pieces of you know it's like a three piece mm. or a four piece body, but but you, know, you look at a six year old Stratocaster and yeah. you're gonna be able to see how many yeah. bit different bits of wood. But the finish stands up to the really the you know the um the elite does a aged cherry doesn't it yeah easily really it's brilliant it's brilliant mm. it came in and we were just in shock and awe. Unbreakable guitar was that right so. A company called uh, Sandvik have produced a 3D printed, in quotes, indestructible guitar. And it's Why? Or I know, but it's all metal. Uh, you know, it's a, a metal of some kind, and- titanium. And they gave it to Engve to see if he can smash it up. And it, they, they obviously made it for him because the entire fretboard is scalloped as well. well is, it, is it made? Is it made of plastic? No, it's all metal. It's all right. yeah, um, but. It kind of throws up the question. One, that's just it's just one of those gimmicky things, isn't it? It is. Mm. You know, there's no there's no need for it. If if somebody's gonna throw a guitar over their neck, they know they know that they're doing it. Yeah. And it's potentially gonna get smashed. Yeah. So if you don't want to do it, if you don't want the guitar to get smashed, don't do that, you know, Yeah. Um But it does it does sort of um, raise that conversation topic of the the sort of the famous guitar smashers, doesn't it? Um, Engve obviously, mm. you know, the, the reason they chose him is because he does smash up his gear. Yeah, Townsend. Yeah, Nicky Wire breaks a lot of stuff. Live. Yeah, it's one of those things. The funny thing about the the promotional video for that guitar is that they show it kind of being made and built and things like that, mm. and then they show him putting it in a flight case to send to Engve. <laughs> so today 
which is Tuesday the 16th, Fender Custom Shop have announced a series of guitars for the Game of Thrones season. You're kidding. No. What, seriously? Yeah. So, what, is it in Master Builds or? I think they are Master, master Builds. builds look, and they are amazing. Really? Yeah, they are. They, they look ridiculous. I, I thought the same as you. I thought it going to be awful. Yeah. But they are really nice. Really? Yeah. Obviously put together by, they obviously enjoy Game of Thrones to the point whereby there's subtleties in there that you kind of think, ah, oh, that relates to Gorgon the, <laughs> the Emperor or something like that. You know, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Neither do I. Really? Neither do I. No. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know about Gorgon? <laughs> um, so what they've done is they've done a Telecaster, a Jag, and a Strat. Oh. And it's each one is from each of the houses. So you've got the Stark Telecaster, Lannister Jag, and the Targaryen Stratocaster. Is that how you say it? Yep. Yeah. It's Stratocaster, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, they Honestly, they, they look... Fantastic, yeah. the The Jag is going to be serious money. They're all going to be serious money. Yeah, like even the case of the Stark Telly has got the same fur lined as what Jon Snow's coat is. It's it's, it's bonkers. The, the Jag is uh, gold gold plated, proper gold plated. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's going it's going to be bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Game of Thrones has got such a fan base out there that somebody somewhere is going to be able to afford twenty five grand for that. The Strat is. The, the body is carved into dragon scales, front and back. They look amazing. The telly is my favourite. Yeah. Which is the Stark. It's, it's a very good showcase, isn't it, for you know, what they can do. What they can do. Doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've, got, we've got one of each coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? Say what? <laughs> You'll see dragons flying up my ass before, you, <laughs> yeah. before we order 75 grand. Sort of You'll turn into Gorgon. Yeah. This one. <laughs> Gorgon the worried. <laughs> Gorgon, the financially insecure. Yeah. The Gilmore, apparently, is due in the end of next month. Really? Brilliant. And that's what something showed on the back order report this morning. Amazing. Yeah. Now, we have someone interested, haven't we? we got one of our... I think we've got three people interested. Yeah, because there's someone on our uh, our Facebook was messaging yesterday. Really? Asking, yeah. Asking which version of it we've got. Interestingly... You said that uh, apparently, yes. Yeah, custom so shop are taking a break with the the, the relic. So the the relic Gilmore, the, the relic Gilmore is not um, it is on pause. It's not been discontinued, discontinuated. It's <laughs> it's been um, it's been uh, put on uh, pause because production pause. Yeah, because every so often, I think either when there's a number of guitars, like a run of guitars, or after a time period has elapsed. They need to get permission and renewed kind of licenses from the artist. So it's going to be coming back, hopefully. I was going to say, I don't think Dave's worried. He's flogging it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's not going to be mining in about a month. So do what you want. But, um, but that was that was the conversation we had, wasn't it? It was like, now? Like, now? Yeah. It's yeah. going to have the most interest it's, it's ever had. It's, it's the Yeah, it's one of those real kind of, um, yeah, bad timing kind of things. But... Obviously, yeah, obviously the thing out of is with the custom shop as well is that if you want that, you will wait a yeah. year. Yeah. You know, like, it, yeah. it, it's you know, and they will come back, and we will get one. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. The new old stock, the standard one. Um. Got one of those coming in very soon. Yeah, it's going to be good. Mm. As we're recording this, is one left, one right, one in the middle. 
So you know, no, it, but I can it, I can do that. Can you change it during you know throughout the podcast so for just a little bit? Could I be extreme one way, you extreme another way, and Tom in the middle kind of thing? Yeah. So let's try this, right? We all did a like a hmm at different points. Then let's do it like a Mexican wave, right? Okay. And so yeah, I'll start extreme one way, and then end up just like a, a an oral Mexican wave for the listeners. <laughs> Mexican player wave. Yeah. Ready? Mmm. No, 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 no. You meant to start before I end. Right, sir. Right, <laughs> right sir. Never done an oral wave before. No. Mmm. Right. Mmm. Let's see what it sounds like. Yeah. Shall we get some oh, please. biscuit news? Yeah. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> Seeing as that's 45 minutes and we haven't even got a biscuit news. Biscuit news! So, Blackstar Steve. Yes. Who is um, one of the sweetest people out there. He, first of all, he brought us biscuits. Yeah, so he's come in strong. He was the, f- he was the first ever biscuit contributor was he or, yeah i think or so because he listened to episode one didn't he on the way down yeah uh he found us and listened to us um but he came in and he, he's um it was just you and me working that day wasn't it tom i think and he he said listen you got to do something i you got to listen to this and i said what well, he goes i've never laughed so much in my life than i have done listening to biscuit news but not just biscuit news he said right watch this so he plugged his iphone into our um hi-fi in the um in the shop and he fast forwarded to biscuit news and um you can slow things down to half speed you can speed it up like 1.5 yeah to double the speed and then you can halve the speed yeah and basically he uh played biscuit news in half speed and first of all it's bizarre and then you listen to it and it's one of the funniest things are very good because it's our kind of nonsense ramblings but when you hear it slowed down like that, you expect the people to be stoned or drunk or whatever and kind of, you know, burst into fits of laughter and all that kind of thing. There's no laughter. No. There's just really bizarre kind of talk from us and it is really, really funny. But when you come to visit, what a man. He brought us sugary treats. Yeah. So, so he brought us three different types of borders. Yeah. Uh, I, borders I, biscuits are brilliant anyway. I couldn't wait to um, open up the one pack. So we've had... Um, so what was the one pack? Lemon drizzle. Oh. Were unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they did what they said on the tin. You know, they were lemon drizzle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ridiculous. That I think, you know, not to sort of start a competition or a riot, but without doubt the best, the best biscuit I've... I've had from mm. our our podcast endeavors. Mm. So the other ones we got were uh, plain chocolate gingers and dark chocolate gingers. Now the dark chocolate gingers, yeah, you know, dark chocolate. No thanks. <laughs> but these are lovely. But you can borders, feel the burn. Yeah, well, borders gingers is what Doctor Dan brought us on one of the mm. early episodes. Yeah. So we were familiar with the 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 potent ginger kick. Mm. <laughs> I've been kicked by a ginger person. In, actually, I was pushed. It was in um, it was in a service station not too far away from Euro Disney in 1998, and um, somebody pushed in front of the queue. Now it was about three o'clock in the morning, and somebody pushed in front of me in the queue, 
And I said, what are you doing? And this um, ginger girl turned around and told me to shut the hell up in not so nice kind of language. And um, I, I don't know if it's gingerist or not, but I said, why are you Spuggy? Because she was from Newcastle, uh, or she was from Northern kind of. Do you know Spuggy? No, what's that? Biker Grove. Oh, she was right, the, okay. the ginger girl in um, Biker Grove. I said, why are you Spuggy? And um, she turned around and pushed me. I lost my foot in and I fell off a, um, like a curb and really hurt my elbow to the point where I can move my um, my elbow at all. So we were on the roller coasters the day after. You know, I only had one hand in the air as opposed to <laughs> two. And the really annoying thing was I was stuck behind her for like 25 minutes waiting for it to get served in this thing. You ever been be beaten up by a girl, lad? No. I bought um, some biscuits earlier because um, I'd gone to Ponty and um, I was going to get um, Tom and Tristan a apple Danish. Didn't have any. So I ended up buying biscuits and then she just kept adding offers. Oh, if you have this many, you get this many free. You get this. So I've basically got like a old fashioned yeah, box. Yeah, there's a huge, yeah. The bo- and the box is full. Yeah. So there's milk chocolate. Um, white chocolate. Oh, there's different flavours. <gasps> yeah. Can I have one? Well, one you haven't molested first off, uh, but I'll have half of that if you want. Yeah, come on then, because I don't want to overindulge. Break the bread. Also, I'm off for a curry soon. So. Um. Right. We got some other shout outs. These they're, are amazing. Yeah. Greg's. Hmm. Greg's cookies. Unbelievable. Happy with that. Um. Guy. Oh. What a guy. What a guy, guy. He come in, and he's a lovely guy. <laughs> guy. Um, he, yeah, he's just a, a gentleman, isn't he? He's, he? He's a very quiet talker. Yeah, he is. Um, he, was, um, he was stood by the entrance of the office while I put the kettle on the other day. Oh, that's and it. as the kettle was getting closer to boiling point... <laughs> you were just losing... I was lo- Yeah, the, the kettle was getting louder... And Guy seemed to be getting quieter. Um, no, nope, so that was just the kettle being louder than Guy. <laughs> but he's a, he's really funny. He's yeah, a, yeah. So really, he brought really dry, really funny. So he brought us in sausage rolls last week, which kind of takes the you know the treats thing onto a different level, doesn't it? You know, when, once we get savoury, we're getting see. Yeah. <laughs> once we get savoury, we get serious. Yeah. So what what had happened is he was in on the Friday with us, and he mentioned that every Saturday morning he goes. Um, which church? Yeah, his, his daughter goes to uh, dance lessons and he, they go over to the bakery and have a coffee. And he said, it's amazing, it's amazing. If you get a chance, go down there and try some stuff. Turned up on the Saturday. Obviously, they'd been to the, you know, they'd been out and been and done the thing. And I'm not I'm not, be, I'm not kidding. It was like a shopping bag full of these bags of, of pastries. What have we done to deserve this? It's amazing, isn't it? you know? Yeah. It's like we the, sell him things. So I wasn't in on um, Saturday. And I had a call from you, run by half lemon, say, have you got a minute? I said, oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> You can bleep that out. I will. You think, oh, what's going on? Yeah, what, what's what's happened? And he said, yeah, it's a bit serious. Oh, no. You oh, know? I did say that, didn't I? Yeah. I was like, yeah, why yeah. you up? Here we go. So it's either, you know, like, uh, there's been a fallout. <laughs> there's been, you know, whatever. <laughs> Someone's paid for a guitar with Monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> and he took the sale. Or, um... <laughs> We got traded standards around again. 
he said, right, guys just brought in the most amazing selection of, of pastries, <laughs> of, of savoury pastries. I was like, we right, got- you got pork and apple, steak and stilton, or leek and bacon. Make the decision now because they're warm. <laughs> and I, I, don't want to, I don't want you missing out. Yeah. So And it was amazing. They're brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So you had the pork and apple. Yeah. Uh, Tom had steak and stilton. Steak and stilton, yeah. I, I wish yeah. I'd come for that one. Because pork and apple, it tastes like a quality pork and apple, but it's, you know, um, you know, steak and stilton's a bit different, isn't it? Mm. To have and then leek and bacon. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. But amazing. Yeah. And, and a pack of donuts as well. Yeah. Oh, man. So. Why? You know, like it, I know. It's, yeah. yeah pe- well, and that goes, that goes without saying, you know, a lot of the customers we get, I just Tony give, Jones. Give right. give so you know, we had these um, players come in, and you know, he's been commenting quite a bit on Facebook and Instagram yeah. and yeah. and all that kind of thing. And he comes in, buys the guitar he wants, but he gives us a pack of biscuits in the process. You know, it's I know it's kind of beyond. You know, it's it's yeah. wonderful, and um, yeah. In actual fact, I've put on quite a bit of weight this last. I have as well. Three months, they fatten us up like. Christmas turkeys. I remember saying in episode ten, I have to join a gym. Yeah, I have. After episode gym. ten, I felt sick for about four days. Yet I carried but on eating the. I was going to say remnants. Do you, know, of, do you know, the problem with it was over the four weeks that we've had a break? Yeah. There's always been biscuits here, yeah. and we've just been grazing and grazing. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. bad. And Matthew Richards brought yeah. in a revelation to me: mm. um, hobnob chocolate sandwiches. Well, you know, they're, they're kind of like the golden grain. Golden, golden, no, not golden grain. Golden creams. Golden yeah. creams. Yeah. Um, which is basically chocolate. like a, a biscuit kind of sandwich with like a, a cream in the middle. And um, Yeah, so these are hobnobs with like a, a chocolate kind of... Ganache. Ganache. Oh. <laughs> chocolate ganache. Ganache. <laughs> biscuit So following on from what we were saying earlier about like the Squire Standard being a bit of a an ignored gem, what other things can you I think I completely of? agree with that. Yeah. After seeing these two yesterday, mm. without a doubt. Yeah. Why have they, why would, like, even even the Fender reps are just like, ah, oh, don't bother. Why? Yeah. Mm. They're amazing. I'm going to grab one. Tony here at the door. No, it's not the archers. <laughs> <laughs> so straight away... Let's record some footsteps. <laughs> Get louder. So straight away... I love the, it. The, the finish the, on the top of that, that does look like it could be... It's not a million miles away from Siena Sunburst. It's not. Um, but apart from that, you know, the quality of the of the burst... It's just absolutely there. You know, it goes yeah. from like a, your cherry through to your kind of amber. But you've got a lovely bit of grain showing through there. Um, the You've got a 70 style headstock. Yeah. Um, and the the neck, you know, it's a satin kind of back neck. Yeah. And I would say that from there up, uh, f- sorry, from the body down. 100% agree. Yeah. It looks like it could be. Top end Mexican, maybe even um, entry level American. Yeah, because of the green, because of the color. Um, you know the you know, the color of the pick guard. I'd say that when you feel the neck, it's a, a lovely feeling neck. But 
I'd say that that is where that's where it gives can, it away. You know, it? that's where the, the giveaway is with regards to it being a squire. Yeah. Um. But you know what a what a guitar for two hundred and fifty quid. Unbelievable, isn't it? And you know what a starting point. You know, so if you say, right, you know, uh, put new locking machine heads on, or yeah, I put a set of bare knuckles in. That is a gig it's done. ready guitar. It's done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. I'm yeah, and it's really interesting because we were having a conversation Sunday night about the squires. Yeah, and we were saying, and uh, we were we were with Kate. It was the four of us, wasn't it? Mm. And and Kate said, "Oh, would you ever go for a squire?" And we both went, "Yeah, yeah." Flipping wood, you know. In- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you are right. There's a few appointments with it that would just make it a better, maybe. I mean, say better playing. Feeling, you know, the feeling of it is, is great. I think it's great. Nothing wrong with that at all. Action is, you know, it's set up beautifully. Yeah. yeah. You know, the frets aren't scratchy. No. Um, and that- to be to be completely honest with the people listening, I'll, there are some times when squires come in. Where we do have to do a fret polish on arrival, yeah. and and it's it's one of the ways that we justify, you know, sometimes not being the lowest internet price is that when it comes in, it goes through the workshop and all these little kind of niggly bits are ironed out. Yeah. So standard Stratocaster, you know, is an ignored or hidden kind of gem. What else do you think? What are your thoughts on the Duosonics? Do songs. I really like the do I like off. Yeah, yeah, that's an absolute really good one actually because you know the the offsets. And you've set mine up perfectly. Yes. The, the yeah, the you know the Mustang, you know, this P ninety version, Duo Sonics or, or whatever. They, we've had a really good stock of those for ages, and we got really behind it. They just haven't done much, have they? And they should no. do because they're beautiful looking things. They play really well. Really good, good price well. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just don't do. No. Anything, you no. know, and it's um, you, you know, is that down to us not promoting them well? Is it down to no, a lack of, so. you know, is it a style thing? I, that's exactly what I think it is. I think we, it's timing. And we've not actually done any videos on those, have we? No. Well, there we are. You've you said it perfectly. My absolute favourite Fender is the Offset Telecaster. Mm. So I remember seeing one uh, at a gig. Um, a few years ago, to the and it was brilliant. And to the point where I went up to the guy afterwards and I said, "What is that?" Um, and he's like, "Oh, it's a you know offset telecast. They, they you know they only made them in the nineties. Uh, you can get them, but it's like you know pre-built, custom-built stuff from other people." I was like, "Wicked!" So like the next thing I did was just scoured the internet and found, and that's where I that's where mine is from. Next thing he did was find his car, Jimmy the boot, yeah, and um. <laughs> Yeah, so I just scoured the internet and ended up with the the, the one that that's, that's been here that most people would have seen, mm-hmm. the the relics one. How many times have you been offered money for that? I'd say in excess of thirty times. Somebody's come in and said, "I'll buy that." Yeah, but you were first, on you? I am. I'd rather keep my job. But yeah, that's absolutely without doubt mine. Is the offset Telecaster? They started doing it more recently. They had the they had the run, didn't they? Of a few colors. Yeah, a couple of years ago, they got this Japanese release now. Guy had one of those, didn't he? Guy had one of the, the those um, the American ones, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Really, really nice. 
I remember when they came in, stunning. Mm. But he's an offset <laughs> freak. He bought the Meteora. He was he our did. Meteora guy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, he does love the offsets. Uh, uh, yeah, the offset Telecaster for me, in whatever combination pickups are, or whatever, mm. is um, such a cool. Uh, is car. it Shergold's fair to kind of throw into the mix? I don't know. You know, like we all think that they're good guitars, really good yeah. guitars. Yeah. But they just haven't captured the imagination of people. You know, unlike maybe the offsets and the um, standard, uh, Squire standard, you know, that's just not being pushed much by Fender. Yeah. Um, I think the Shergold thing has been taken as long, uh, has been pushed as hard as it possibly could um, by the distributors. You know, they really have been desperate to try and, you know, get these into people's hands. They just don't seem to be inspiring the public and I, th- yeah. I think it's going to be one of those brands that five years time it might not be about and you're going to get people saying what happened to Shergold they were great guitars where are they gone kind mm. of thing you know it's, uh... and that'll be the second time that it's happened to Shergold <laughs> oh, right. Cause it, well because this I, is a I, revival of I think you're going to see and that's the second time somebody said that about a Shergold <laughs> <laughs> well it is yeah <laughs> let's have Tom's top five top top five Tom's top five top top five Tom's top five <laughs> Uh, t- this week's top five is musicians you may be surprised have done time in the clink, oh. but probably not surprised because Adam said that's not surprising at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them's definitely not surprising. Not surprising, but it's still a good story. Gary Glitter. <laughs> no, I avoided any paedophiles. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut that out. Right, come on. Number five, uh, Paul McCartney. Really. I imagine it's something to do with. Uh, let's not. I, I was going to try and guess why, but go on. All right, okay. I'll, I'll say the name, and you got to guess the crime. Okay, Paul McCartney. Use. Yes, is it? Yeah, he <laughs> well, was a big fan of the. Uh... In um, nineteen eighty, he was arrested yeah. in uh, Tokyo Airport after marijuana was found in his suitcase. Ah, well, one I didn't realize it would have been so late. He would have thought it would have been kind of early seventies, kind yeah. of thing. And secondly, one idiot, you know, carrying it on a plane. Yeah. So he was in uh, jail for nine days. Was he? I wonder if you wrote a song about it. Probably. Number four. Lauren Hill. Ah. Oh. Um, okay. I think that would be some, like, tax evasion. <laughs> Correct. Is it? Ah! <laughs> Three months in prison for failing to file taxes slash tax fraud. Well, you know. I'm staying quiet just to see if Andrew can get five out of five now. Number three. Go on, this is what I don't think you'll ever get. Number three, Ian Brown. Ian Brown. Um, Um, He has actually been um, in jail a couple of times, I think. Is he? (laughs) This is just one of them. um... He can be a bit of a nasty character, so I wouldn't be a... I'm really surprised it was assault of some sort. <laughs> Correct. Is it? Have you been reading these? No, I promise you. No, he, um, yeah, he got, um, he used to get in fights with fans and stuff. Jailed for four months for threatening to cut off the hands of a stewardess and hammering on the door of a cockpit as the plane came in to land. Nice. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> two things you don't do. Number four, Ozzy Osbourne. This is the one that's not surprising. Ozzy Osbourne. Um, Adam says it's quite a well-known story, but I the, the one story, yeah, the one is really well-known, yeah. Biting off the bat, said. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. 
No. But um, he did do that. He did get rushed to hospital for his tetanus. Yeah. Um, I'd say sorry, drugs again. It, um, so when he was eighteen, he was arrested for burglary. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, that rings a bell. Um, he stole a television which fell on him during his getaway. <laughs> and he stole some baby clothes which he thought were adult clothes. That he stole to sell in the pub, apparently. Um, spent six weeks in prison. Idiot. So there was a second one that you'd included, which was the... So, yeah, he was also arrested in um, Texas yeah. for urinating on the cenotaph, which is dedicated to those who died at the Alamo. Reportedly clothed in one of his wife's dresses. Yeah, he was in his... Well, yeah, yeah. Sharon. Uh, yeah, Sharon, yeah. But I I knew that one, but I have read his biography, so that's... Mm. Yeah. See, I don't know everything. But <laughs> you know, it's not surprising with Aussie, is it? No. At all. At all. This one, Ooh. if you guess this one... <laughs> Andrew just Sorry. fell off his chair. Um, if you guess this one and guess what he did, I will pay for your Indian tonight. Mm-hmm. And number one, Barry White. Barry White. Do you want to know how long he was in jail? Indecent exposure. <laughs> Incorrect. Ah. Uh, Barry White was jailed for four months. At the age of 17, he stole $40,000 worth in Cadillac tires. <laughs> what? Yeah. And, uh, hey, Barry. Spare tires, eh? Yeah. Ah. Well, so Barry, yeah, that... A few surprising ones there. Like, Ozzy Osbourne wasn't surprised that he'd been in jail. Yeah. Barry White. Yeah, Ian Brown didn't so. surprise me. Um, really. And the others, you can imagine, you know, if they had gone down for anything, it would have been for those reasons. You can't imagine, like, you know, Paul McCartney stealing the car. No. Radios or anything. Or um, Lauren Hill. um being a sex pest. <laughs> you know, they're all kind of quite, um, you know, feasible yeah, yeah, ones yeah. for the characters that they are. So that was an interesting one. It was good. Thank yeah. you. Top top five. Top top five. Top top, top, top five. Let's try and do it in the Mexican wave one again. All right, so I'll start, then you start. Overlapping? Slightly. Top top five. Top top five. <laughs> good. So... Social media comment of the week. That's staying in. <laughs> social media comment of the week. Now this week's social media comment of the week was on the YouTube video, the one amp, uh, one watt amp shootout. It's one of our most popular ones at the moment. Mm-hmm. And... The commenter's name is Hannibal Barca. I think two of his favourite things. His favourite film and favourite football team. (laughs) And the comment is, Dude, your right arm appears to have some kind of mould on it. I'd see a doctor ASAP. My right arm's got a uh, Hindu goddess. Uh, Little tidbit. Uh, She should be blue. I wanted blue. 
but for this particular video, you did actually, you were actually cultivating some mold on you. Yeah, it was just, right. I'm was so, just yeah, fair play. <laughs> well done, Hannibal. And um, we'll make sure it doesn't happen again. That's what you get for filming in 4K. <laughs> you can see the spores. <laughs> spores and bags under my eyes. So if anyone wants to make any comments about Adam's tattoos, please or, leave them on any of our social media platforms. Don't, f- don't forget, Andrew does videos too. Yeah, not very often. Tristan started doing some videos. Yeah, that should be in news. Yeah. And so social media comment of the week, is that just towards Adam or is it just a general kind of, you know... Well, we've got another arm of social media again, haven't we now? Another tattooed arm. <laughs> well, um, social media comment of the week is for any, anyone. Anyone, yeah. Just that Adam hogs it. Mm. I get the most abuse. I get, I'm the easiest target, probably. That's right, no? Adam, show sure no fear. Right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a joy. It's been a pleasure. Tom, how has it been at the table? Yeah, all right. Lead away. Oh, okay. Some that bombshell. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Please um, like, share, subscribe, leave a review. Hey, you never know. Blah blah. It blah. could be in next week's. Oh yeah, podcast. Yeah, we read them all. <laughs> We've only had two comments in the first for the first <laughs> ten, so we really have read them all. Yeah, many times. But yeah, leave us a star rating. Listen to Biscuit News in half speed. And, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. We'll speak to you next week. So from all of us here at A-Strings. In a... Yep, in a let's do it. Oral Mexican wave. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.